Welcome to the Sales Pro Chat Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association, helping sales-focused professionals discover new tools, trends, and strategies. Please welcome your host, Bill Bannum. Welcome to the Sales Pro Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Bannum. Matthew Gonnering is a speaker, innovator, and the CEO of Widen a marketing technology company founded in 1948. His team solves marketing and creative problems with digital asset management software. Matthew first joined Wyden in 2000 in a sales and marketing capacity and quickly rose to become CEO by 2009. Under Matthew's leadership, Wyden has become a World Blue Freedom-centered workplace and a Madison Magazine best place to work. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. Matthew Gonnering, welcome to the Sales Pro Chat Show. Thank you, Bill, for having me. Who do you think should be leading a lot of the, the, the content in terms of what resonates with those end users? Should that be the sales team because they're the ones having the conversations? Or should that be the marketing team because they're the ones with their hands on the big data? Or should that be the leadership team because they're the ones with the brand analysis? Or is it a combination of all of those? I, th- I think a lot of people like to weigh in on it. And I think this is where the best marketers shine because they're always they're always they're listening to everyone because everybody wants to say this is what we need next this is how it should be designed this is the layout this is my hand scratching this is the topic this is the headline this is what we this is what we need to say i th- i think there's awesome feedback coming in from all of those channels uh the 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 sales people are in the field they are connected to that customer they do hear things that need to be given uh, more attention. Uh, it's not necessarily instantly responding to it and doing exactly what they're thinking. It's the idea. It needs to be processed. Uh, and so it's the marketer's job to interpret all that and and form those ideas and provide the direction of content. They're providing the editorial calendar that should be accommodating what sales is hearing or what leadership is guiding or the, even their own ideas about um, what the the brand needs to represent what they're trying to accomplish. So, uh, so although everybody can weigh in on it, I think it's it's marketing's job to make sure they're listening and then interpreting and then uh, providing uh, the right content from that point going forward. Okay, let's get at some hard truths now for a moment. Uh, from what you see, what are the what are the types of content that that work best in terms of? Uh, clicks and potentially conversions, those hard metrics that our sales audience will, will love to hear. Uh, is that a video, Matthew? Is, is, it, uh, is it infographics? Is, is, it, uh, is it white papers? Is it um, good old-fashioned face-to-face face meetings at, at events, ultimately? What, what, what are the most powerful ways to reach audiences? I think about a study that was done. Uh, it's, a, it's 2006, a B2B content marketing study. 
the Content Marketing Institute and mar- Marketing Profs produced it, and they they listed uh, they didn't use the word impactful, but they did list effective, and they talked about the most effective tactics, and they they cited in-person events as their number one, uh, and then a, a collection of of others as uh, number two was webinars and. Three was case studies, four was white papers, five was videos. They also had research and newsletters and blogs and so forth. So by their account, in-person events is the most impactful. And and I can speak to that in a little bit. But when I think about the most impactful, I guess I if I pretend I'm a buyer, I'm I, I need to be met where I'm at. And so I think the most Im- impactful thing to do is is trying to understand what my problems are, what I'm trying to accomplish, and then demonstrate to me that that you can help me. And that demonstration would be through proper messaging in a variety of the channels. So I really, I'll listen to a podcast, I'll watch a webinar, I'll read the white paper, I, I'll do any of those things. But the message has got to be pure. It has to, it has to meet me where I'm at to address the problem and do what I'm trying to do. Um, and then the, the channel itself doesn't really matter. So I think you might have to spread it across many channels in order for that message to be to be received because there's a lot of garbage. There's a lot of, of stuff out there that is that is difficult to compete with because it's it's not as authentic as as other marketers. But I you know, I guess my personal preference is be I like I like reading case studies, I like reading the stories of 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 how others have have advanced. I like I like books. I think books are a great marketing tool to to, to put your subject matter expertise on display. Uh, so I, those are those are my preferences. But I think it's back to just meeting people where they're at. That's that's the optimal way. Okay, let's look at organic versus paid content. When is it right to use each? And when I first when I first hear organic and paid, I, I instantly go to channel, as in as in search, like you're talking search optimization, search engine optimization or paid search. Um, yeah. So for paid. example, uh, the benefits of writing fresh content and posting that on your blog or posting that on trade uh, websites, whatever that might be versus paying to get that content on, on page number one. Got it. So I think there's in an organic versus paid uh, search sense, I think they, they play together. Um, they, the, the paid, uh, the paid ads are, uh, certainly gets expensive for, for certain keywords, and it's uh, easy to uh, spend a lot of money there and not get much return because there's there's still a lot of uh, unqualified things that come through that channel. Uh, and the organic is is good, but it it doesn't it doesn't really matter if you're past page one. Um, but when it comes to to content itself, I think the earned like earned media versus paid media, the earned side of it would be would be much much better it would be it would be doing interviews it would be publishing on uh other people's platforms who already have equity in their markets like if i can publish an article at forbes or fast company uh that would be very well received and and it would be earned because they would have to to filter that content they would have to authorize it to be published on their forums versus a a paid ad that might run and it and it and it looks paid, and it does get ex, it does get expensive, but it would it would still resolve this uh, desire to get to market faster. Because on the earned side, 
it it just it takes a while uh, to to earn that that sage position. Like the, I am the authority. This is this is good to publish. And although uh, I know the Content Marketing Institute, um, Joe Polizzi, uh, who is who is outstanding in content marketing, he always talks about uh, not building content on someone else's domains. You should build on your own domains. So how much content can you publish on your own stuff? Because all you're really doing is giving uh, content to someone else and having them publish it on their domain. So why can't you publish on yours uh, and build equity for yourself? At the same time, yes, you have to use those other very known and reliable uh, domains to to uh, get your message across. So I think it's, there's a, there's a little bit of both that play there. In the in the ideal in the ideal case, you create uh, content that is uh, a subject matter coming from a subject matter expert uh, opinion that is published in a channel that has wide distribution and gets you the the maximum impressions. Uh, but your message is educational. It is not it is not salesy. That's why you're earning that position. You're stating something that you know and love, and you can back it up because you've lived it, you've breathed it, and other people can relate to it. And that's that's how you that's how you earn it. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much. Now, uh, earlier in this chat, we we spoke a little bit about events, and uh, you mentioned there that the numbers suggest that events can be um, some of the most powerful ways to um, to push folk down the sales funnel so to speak and and widen organizers and sponsors lots of conferences and summits each year where do events fit in the sales and marketing funnel so we've already established perhaps that they work but what's what's some of the the efforts in terms of the content uh, that goes behind that and the organization and the outreach so that a salesperson when they're representing their company at a trade show say uh, they they have all of the materials, all of the information ready to maximize the opportunity of conversion. Yeah, I think there's a this is a great example of the ownable domain versus the uh, somebody else's domain case. Where if you're the sales representative at the show, uh, you're on somebody else's domain. And in our case, we still do that certainly. And there's still the the buyers that go to those shows. There's still people that walk around. You have great conversations. There's that great interaction. But it's it's crowded. There's a lot of other people there, so you have to make sure that your your differentiation is out in front, uh, that you're having relevant conversations, that it's that it's true to who you are. Uh, those are all really important things. But at the same time, it's why we created our own event. So the Widen Summit was was in response to well, let's, we can build our own thing, and so now we have uh, in Madison for Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, this will be our sixth consecutive year. We bring uh, 250 of the most influential brands in the world into Madison, and we get them together with only Widen. It's exclusive to us. They have meaningful conversation with each other. We prepare, as subject matter experts across a variety of areas, we prepare content that is then presented to them. They're also preparing content that is presented to each other. And then post-conference uh, or post-summit, we have all kinds of content that can then be shared to the larger customer base, people that weren't able to to make the event. Uh, so I think hosting your own is has significant advantages in the the community that you're building, the relationships that you're establishing, establishing because that human inter, interaction is uh, is is really it's a priceless thing um, because 
not only do you get to connect with them, but they get to connect with other customers and they share ideas and continue to advance on their own potential. Wonderful. Thank you. We are, we are coming towards the end of this particular interview. Uh, just a last couple of questions, Matthew, before we wrap things up. And the next question is, is a pretty big one. Um, so I, I'd love to hear uh, your predictions for the landscape of content marketing in the next five to 10 years. I go to the, the problem with content today, and that is there's, there's a lot of it flooding the market, and it's not all helpful. It's not all of the highest quality. And so we're, the, the prediction uh, out of necessity has got to be uh, not about the volume, all about the quality. It's got to have the, the journalistic quality uh, that, that satisfies an educational need. So that is, that is imperative. Uh, and I think the one thing that also hasn't changed in the entire history of humanity is something that I mentioned earlier re- regarding storytelling. And so there's, there's some stories that are, that, are, that are not worth sharing. They're not meaningful enough, but there are a lot that could be told better. There are a lot of people that could become better storytellers. So learning story, understanding story, and how to take content uh, into a form and, and weave a better story is, uh, is a very impactful thing. Um, and storytelling is not, uh, again, it's, it, it's been around forever and it's not going any, anywhere anytime soon. But people can be better storytellers, and I think that's a, a focal point of, of content marketing. Uh, and then the other one I think about is the channels. Like there's all kinds of channels that come and go, and the channels will continue to come and go. Uh, but managing content in an in a agnostic way is important. So the neutrality of content and the ability to bring it to a lot of different channels as they come and go. So you've got the macro, the big the big things out there, the Internet of Things, the everything connected, the driverless cars, the the, the clothing, the glasses, the everything is going to be connected. So those are all those all become different channels. Uh, and making sure that our content is managed in a channel-neutral way will be important to then disseminate it quickly to a new channel when it arises. Thank you very much. And uh, just finally, Matthew, how can the CPSA's listeners learn more about you? Yeah, you can certainly connect with me on LinkedIn. So you can just search Matthew Gonnering, uh, or you can go to the Widen website and learn about Widen, and you'll find me there as well. Perfect. Thank you very much. That just leaves me to say today, Matthew Gonnering, thank you for being our guest. It's been a pleasure, Bill. Thank you for having me. And until next time, listeners, happy selling. Thank you for listening to Sales Pro Chat Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. 